This is Godliness with Contentment, episode 47. My name is Kino Hanna, and I'm here to have a conversation about how to win with money from the Bible's perspective. You can expect one episode per week from me. During those times, we take a look at what the Bible has to say about how to deal with wealth and money, and hopefully that helps you, and uh, for sure, I hope it helps me. We've been looking at uh, men and women through the Bible. We've looked at Old Testament, now we're in the New Testament, men and women of God and how they handle money or their relationship with money. Today, we take a look at the rich young man or rich young ruler in Mark chapter 10. There are parallel passages in Matthew and Luke, but we're going to take a look at the one in Mark 10. Typically, the way I've been doing it is I would uh, read the passages or the verses in the Bible, and then we'll talk about it and see what we can get from it as far as how it relates to us and our journey with money. So we're going to read Mark chapter 10, verse 17 to 23. So allow me to get there in my Bible, and we'll read. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered, no one is good except God alone. You know the commandments, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony, you shall not defraud, honor your father and mother. Teacher, he declared, all these I have kept since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said, go sell everything you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. At this, the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. And so here we have Jesus doing Jesus stuff, right? He's moving around. He's doing things he normally does. And he's approached by a man who runs up to him and falls at his feet. He calls Jesus good teacher and asks how to inherit eternal life. Jesus responds with, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Jesus was not saying that Jesus wasn't good or that Jesus was not God, but perhaps trying to find out from the man if he knew who Jesus was really. Jesus then tells him, you know, uh, some of the commandments that he would need to uphold. The young man says that he's been keeping them since he was a boy. The scripture tells us that Jesus looks at him and loves him. This man came to Jesus knowing that something was missing, that there was a void. Even after trying his best to keep the commandments, he realized that it was not enough. An interesting side note, only Jesus kept the commandments perfectly. And when we identify with him, getting into Christ, that's how we are saved and not on our merit. But yes, we need to uphold God's laws. 
But what was missing for this guy? Because that's what he wanted to know. I believe he needed to put down his reliance or trust in his wealth, in stuff, in riches, in money, and go after putting his full trust in Jesus. In Luke 18, he is referred to as a rich ruler. So here's this guy, he's young, he's rich, and he's a ruler, which means I guess he has some kind of power or authority. So he is looking pretty good by our, right, the way we look at people. Young, rich, powerful. We're not quite sure what kind of ruler he was, but it's interesting because the Romans were in charge and then you had the religious leaders and they had their own kind of authority. I guess he was somewhere in between. He was rich and he had some power, but it doesn't sound like he was with those religious guys or with the Romans. So he had a nice spot right there, probably pretty secure. And here Jesus is asking him to give up his nice cushy position. Hmm. That must have been tough. So he had a choice. He would choose God or he would choose wealth and his current position. Now, I have thought that maybe if he had just said, you know what, yeah, sure, I'm going to give it all up. Then Jesus would stop him and say, no, 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 don't give it up. You're cool. Keep your stuff. But now I'm thinking more and more that no, Jesus actually wanted him to give it up. I believe Jesus wanted him to be like, like the other guys, like the 12, like Peter and John and, and Andrew, the guys who were in that inner circle, because they gave up everything. Now, you may say, well, they didn't give up. They weren't rich like this guy. I agree. But to them, it was everything. And to him, it would be everything. So Jesus was asking this guy to give up everything to follow him. So this is not the typical call for everyone who follows Jesus in the sense that give all your stuff away and come follow me. But Jesus wanted him to be like one of the apostles, one of the 12, right? So this is the kind of invitation that Jesus gives this guy. And this is the choice that he has to make. He's going to go trust Jesus because that's what they had to do. Jesus was going to take care of them. Jesus was going to make sure they ate, etc. every single day. Or he was going to rely on his wealth and his riches. And he decides to keep his stuff. Now I ask you, what would you do? You have a choice to be close with God or keep your stuff. What do you choose? So one telling thing is that he chose his stuff. And then you know what the Bible says? He went away sad. Now that, I mean, now it makes sense to me, but typically it wouldn't make sense to us. How could I be, how could someone be rich and powerful and young and yet sad? He kept all his stuff, but he's sad. I don't know if you saw that. I don't know if you read that or you listened to it. But that's what happens to us when we choose anything other than God. 
When we choose wealth other than God, we choose stuff and prestige and power versus God, we live sad. And so even as we talk about money, money is supposed to be a tool, right? It isn't to be, isn't to be something that we choose over God, but it's to be something that we use the way God wants us to use it. And that was the challenge that this man had to give it up because that's the way God told him to use it and then come and follow. The best choice is always, always God over money. And in our case, not that we have to give it all away either, but we put it under God's subjection, right? We're stewards of it. So that means we use it the way God wants us to use it. Well, this is all I have for you today. Next time, I want you to join me, tell your friends and family about it. We're going to look at more wealthy people in the New Testament. Please invite others to come. They can listen to the podcast on podcast platforms uh, like Spotify, Apple, TuneIn, Google. And as a added benefit today, they get to check this out on YouTube, which is kind of crazy. This is Kino Hana signing off saying, check you later.